you will indulge at some point and you may, you know, feel a little yucky, but you don't have to beat yourself up or spend extra hours in the gym or eat only rabbit food and water. No, you can give yourself a break and realize that you're human and that you will not always be on point. And you know what? It's okay. Welcome to the Balanced Fit and Free Podcast. I'm Rayanne Mullins, your host, and you are in the right place if you are ready to learn how to live a life of balance through healthy daily actions and a positive mindset. As a Hashimoto's hypothyroid warrior, I will be sharing with you tried and true methods of keeping a balanced lifestyle to ward off inflammation, aching joints, brain fog, and weight gain. My very open and honest approach will have you leaning in to learn more. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. It's Ray Ann Malone's your host, and I'm super duper duper happy that you are here. So here it is. I just got back from vacation, and I'm sure you've been there. You're on vacation and you're eating everything and anything. And, you know, you may drink a little more alcohol. Uh, sugar's kind of easy to come by. Maybe foods that you're not normally eating. You might actually sleep less because maybe you're trying to enjoy every moment of the vacation or you're just not as comfortable away from home. So all of these things add up to not being the healthiest options or the healthiest, best version of you. And that's what we're going to be talking about today because I, like I said, I just got home from a great vacation to Wyoming. And if you don't know me um, that well, then you might not know that I grew up in Wyoming. I actually uh, grew up all the way through, I was born and graduated high school in Wyoming and went away to Virginia for college and basically have lived on this side of the country since then. So I'm North Carolina now, but it was really fun to go back to Wyoming and see the town where actually I was born and lived for, you know, till I was like seven-ish. And it's also the town where my dad passed away and we spread his ashes. And anyway, it was awesome. And we also not only did that, but the reason we went was my um, sister, Laura, got married. So that was so much fun. It, you know, I haven't really been to a wedding in a while. So to go to a wedding was fun, but also um, to go to her wedding was even more special because it's someone I really care about. And it was just really so much fun. In fact, it was so much fun. I was sore the next day. My calves from dancing. <laughs> great. My son is quite the dancer too. So we had such a blast. Great, great time. But all that to say that I didn't do my best job with my diet or nutrition. So as you know, if you've been here a while, you know that I have Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune disease that causes your immune system to attack your thyroid. And I have probably had Hashimoto's a lot longer than I realized, but I found out a few years ago and that was like the main cause of some of the issues I was having. I was having a lot of brain fog, heartburn, joint pain, tons of fatigue. I had some gut issues. My cholesterol suddenly was high and I had heart arrhythmia. So one of the best ways to manage Hashimoto's is to take out food triggers. And for me, that means gluten, 
dairy and eggs. Those are the three like main foods that create problems for me. And just FYI, if you have Hashimoto's or any thyroid issue, gluten actually is um, a big problem for most people with Hashimoto's and or um, really any thyroid condition. So just be aware of that. And by the way, dairy has a very similar um, protein in it as gluten. And so oftentimes if you have a gluten intolerance or issue, then you probably have a dairy issue as well. And I've learned through all of these years of learning and just personal experience that eggs are also um, pretty inflammatory for anybody with some you know, thyroid or autoimmune issues at all. Just wanted to side note that. Anyway, Usually when I go on vacation, I take with me extra protein powder. Um, I create these little packets of overnight oats with my chia seeds and my protein powder and my oats and my vitamins and all the stuff. And I also usually look ahead at like where I'm going. I look at the restaurants near me, like what do they have to offer? What can I plan to eat? I usually go into vacation a little more prepared. But I got to tell you, this time I just didn't have the bandwidth to plan ahead. Instead, I decided to, you know, just go with the flow, have a little fun and not worry about it. Now, just having fun doesn't have to mean like pigging out and on purpose eating all the wrong foods. But just having fun and not worrying about it and going with the flow to me This trip was to not stress about it, not to stress over gluten, not to stress over dairy, not to stress about eggs, and just be one of the other normal humans for five days, okay? I was actually gone longer than that, but I was like, for the five days when I think it's going to be the most difficult, I'm just going to not worry about it. Do the best I can. Do, you know, go with the flow. Well, at first, I tried to order food that was gluten and dairy-free. I really did. I really put some effort into it. So the first two days that we were gone, we were actually in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And in Jackson, you can find a lot of different restaurants and more options. It's very touristy there. And so, you know, they're trying to appeal to everybody, which I actually appreciated. Um, I even sat there the first two days and watched my son and husband devour the best looking biscuits and gravy that I've ever seen. They were also eating things like, you know, homemade buns and lots of yummy looking breads and cheeses. And I was a little bit jealous, but I didn't really care that much because I'm used to watching that. So anyway, the first two days I was doing pretty well, but then we left Jackson and went to Lander, Wyoming, which is where my stepmother and my two half sisters live and where the wedding was going to be. And so the very first night we got there, we went to like a, um, like a bar grill kind of place. And I wasn't really sure what to get because it looked like most things had either gluten or some kind of dairy. And so what I decided to do is just have a burger because I'm in Wyoming. You got to have beef in Wyoming. Okay. That's just FYI. If you're there, you got to eat the beef. Okay. So anyway, I decided to order a burger and I was like, oh, 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 I'll just order without a bun. No big deal. So my burger arrived and it was beautiful looking, but unfortunately it had melted cheese all over it. And I sat there and I thought about scraping it off, but then I decided, eh, a little cheese won't hurt, right? I haven't had cheese in a while. It's going to be fine. And I loved every single bite of it. Okay. No big deal. The next day, and I'm just telling you this to kind of give you like a rundown of kind of what my week looked like food wise and why now it's an issue. So the next day 
after, you know, the first night there, which was so much fun. The next day we went to a coffee shop for a latte. And I got to tell you, when I'm on vacation, I drink lattes every single day. Yes, sugar and all. Um, It's just something that I don't have at home very often. So it's kind of like my treat when I'm away. Fortunately, at this coffee shop, they had oat milk for the latte. And they also had gluten-free banana bread. So I was really pumped about this. I'm like, awesome. Like, yeah, I had a little cheese last night on the burger. But, you know, so far I haven't had gluten. I'm all good. I'm going to have this banana bread and this oat milk latte, which, by the way, is a ton of sugar and almost no protein, probably no protein. So wasn't the healthiest option, but it was still nothing that should bother me, right? But then I got to tell you, after the gluten-free banana bread and the oat milk latte, the rest of the day went a little sideways. I did have a salad with chicken for lunch, but I shared French fries with Brian, which is totally fine. It was just that later I learned after consuming these really crunchy, good Um, french fries that they actually had a batter on them, which I'm sure was containing gluten, right? So even though I chose the salad and chicken and the french fries, which normally are gluten-free, they were not gluten-free. So later that night, we also went to the park. So in Lander, there's this really cute town park where kind of everybody hangs out. It's like a good central part of the town. But anyway, that's where my sister had her um, like dinner the night before the wedding. She's had a lot of people from all over the country, actually the world were in town. So she just had this like picnic in the park and it was awesome. So it was lovely. They had the, the biggest gigantic long sub. Okay. They had a turkey and cheese and roast beef and they have had vegetarian. And they had this like super duper long. I'm not very good with distances, but like a 20 foot, maybe, maybe, maybe something like that. It was this super long sub. And there really was no other option. I mean, there were some chips and there were some cookies and there were some sodas and beers, right? None of that was gluten-free. Although there was a peanut butter cookie that was gluten-free, but (laughs) I couldn't just sit there and eat cookies all night, right? So I just said to Brian, you know what? I could just pull the meat and the veggies off of the sub and eat that, but I'm just so tired of worrying about, I'm just going to eat the darn sub, which I did. And to be clear, I love sub sandwiches. It's like something that I love so much and have been missing. I also indulged in the cookies, not just the gluten-free peanut butter cookies, but the other ones. And then at this point I was kind of like, well, I might as well have a beer too, like a real beer, not a gluten-free beer. So I did it. Now I got to say, I'm taking just a second to tell you something. If you, um, I was talking about subs. And so it reminded me to tell you this. If you are gluten and dairy free, and have a Jersey Mike's sub shop near you, they do now offer a gluten-free sub. And honestly, it's pretty darn good. But here's what I do to make it more edible because the bread itself is pretty dry and it's kind of too much bread. So what I do is I order a turkey and ham sandwich. Um, It's like a club or something, but I don't do the bacon. So it's like turkey and ham. I get no cheese. I add lettuce, tomato, lots of dill pickles. It really just takes it up a notch. Banana peppers. I go either no mayo or just light on the mayo and a little bit of vinegar. Okay. So then when I get it, I kind of peel off some of the top of the bread and it almost (laughs) tastes as good as a regular sub. Like it's like 97% as close to a regular sub as possible. So to me, that's awesome. And if you are gluten-free as well, you know what I mean. It's like, if you can get almost as good of a filling 
as a regular gluten type meal, then it's pretty darn good. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. So anyway, our, our trip continued. I had this old filling. This, there was this filling I used to get back in the day when I was trying to lose weight, um, when I was really into dieting. I was like doing every diet you could think of. And maybe you've been there. You know, maybe you've tried Weight Watchers and then you tried keto and you've tried Atkins, you've tried this, you've tried that. Well, you know, back in the day before I had my weight loss, um, back in 2005, I had my big, you know, success story of a 65 pound weight loss that I've basically kept off all of these years and I totally got away from dieting. Anyway, back then, I will never forget that feeling of, well, I already messed up, so I might as well just go for it. Did you, do you ever do that? It's like, you're going to start that you're being really serious about your diet, right? You're like, I'm going to do it. This week's going to be the week I'm starting in. So you do really well. And then one day at lunch, maybe your office has pizza. And so you eat the pizza and then you're like, oh, I totally screwed up my whole day. I might as well go home and eat a cheeseburger and fries and ice cream and cookies and I'll start back tomorrow or Monday. Well, I used to do that. I used to do it a lot. And so on this trip, I kind of had that feeling a little bit. I have to admit, I kind of had this whole, well, I already ate gluten. I already had dairy. Um, I might as well just enjoy every bite of it. So I kind of started doing that. Like I kind of just started eating whatever I wanted. So I ended up having another hamburger on an actual real bun with a big thick slice of cheddar cheese. It was amazing. And then I had an IPA beer, which totally kills my heartburn by the way, but I did it anyway. And then I had, uh, we had cookies. Um, and honestly, the other thing I had a lot of was a lot of omelets. I ate a lot of omelets while we were there. And so omelets are not awesome for me because of the eggs. And they're very inflammatory for me, especially lately. I can really tell when I've had an egg. So I just want to stop for a minute and say none of what I ate is really bad or horrible. There's nothing wrong with eating a burger. There's nothing wrong with having a beer here and there. There's nothing wrong with eating cookies here and there or omelets. None of it's bad for you or a horrible thing. The issue is that these foods are not my friend because of my thyroid issues, because of my Hashimoto's. So I don't want you to sit here and hear me say, oh my God, I'm so bad. I ate a burger with a bun and cheese. I'm not saying that. I'm I'm saying eat a cheeseburger on a real bun, have a beer occasionally, eat some cookies occasionally, do what you want as long as gluten or cheese, or beef, or whatever your food intolerances are, if they bother you, then then it's probably best to avoid those things, okay? And I'm saying all of this um, just to tell you that food intolerances are very real. They're very real, and I know for a fact they're real because I feel like total shit after that trip. Excuse my language, but I do. I know that indulging once in a while for me is not a big deal. Like occasionally, occasionally I can have a gluten, like a real gluten, like food one, one time. And, and it won't really do much, but the day in and day out and the, all of the food intolerances together really, really caused me some issues. And the first thing I noticed was my voice getting hoarse. In fact, I've had to delay recording this episode because I have had such a hoarse voice. And so I had to wait till the very end. I usually try to turn this in earlier in the week, but I literally had to wait 
as long as I possibly could to turn this in because my voice is just not working. Okay. And then not only did I have a hoarse voice, but I started to have an actual sore throat, but not like you think. Like it wasn't like I was getting a cold or allergies. It's actually my thyroid. It actually feels swollen and sore. I know that eating those foods created this. I know. My foot also had been bothering me before vacation. It's actually been really bothering me quite a bit for several weeks. And I was going to use this vacation as a time to kind of take a break from cycle classes because I think it kind of makes it feel worse. But (laughs) my foot feels even worse now because my inflammation is high. So any little ailment that I was having, my foot was the one thing that had been really bothering me is like 10 times worse. Now, my wrist also that used to bother me all the time, which has not been bothering me for months, is flared up again. And now my wrist hurts. It hurts to do push-ups. It hurts to like use my right arm because of my wrist. Also, my anxiety is sky high. I have had horrible anxiety over the last week and I can't sleep. Okay. These are all because I ate foods that my body does not want me to have. Okay, it really matters. I promise you it matters. And oh, I almost forgot. I'm super duper irritable. Like everything is like hurting my feelings or making me mad or making me like feel, you know, all ruffled up. And so I know, and I wasn't feeling that like that before. I had gone months and months without eating a lot of gluten and dairy. And so I'd done really well. But I know that those, you know, few days of kind of overdoing it absolutely made this problem. So if I could do, you know, redo my vacation eating choices, I really would. I would do better. And this is actually a great lesson for me and for you. When we get used to eating a certain way that feels good, feels healthy, makes us feel strong and better, you know, and we're feeling good, we oftentimes forget how bad it actually feels to not continue that healthy streak. It feels really bad to go back into the like old version. So, you know, if you've ever lost weight or, you know, overcome some kind of any kind of disease or ailment, we take for granted like how it feels to feel good. Like we forget how bad it feels to feel bad. Right. Does that make sense? So instead of, you know, letting this get me down and making me feel bad bad about myself and remorseful. I'm not going to do that. I'm just chalking it up as a good learning lesson and reminder that I do need to take extra time to plan ahead. I do care about my body. I do care about feeling bad. I do care about feeling good. So that's, I mean, that's just is what it is, right? So what then am I going to do about it? And why does it even matter to you? Why am I telling you all of this anyway? Well, first, the reason I'm sharing this with you is because we all have moments where we aren't our best self. You know, we maybe aren't eating the best or not exercising or, you know, doing something that is off our normal routine. And even if you don't have Hashimoto's or food intolerances or any like physical ailments like that, you know, what I'm doing to myself to get back in line may help you too. 
Okay. So no matter your situation. So you don't have to have like Hashimoto's or hypothyroid or anything like that. Some of the things that I'm doing this week to get myself, you know, feeling better may actually help you too. So that's why I am sharing this. And here is what I'm going to do. First of all, the very, very first thing I've done and will continue doing, because by the way, it's going to take a couple weeks to make up for that. It might even take a whole month to get the inflammation down from just a few days of fun on vacation. Like, is it really worth it? Eh, probably not. Well, I don't know. That one burger <laughs> was pretty amazing. But anyway, okay. The first thing I'm doing is removing all food intolerances. So remember for me, I told you dairy, gluten, and eggs are my big um, food inton- intolerances. So this really isn't hard to do. I mean, it's really not hard to do, especially when I'm at home and can buy my own food and prepare it myself. So this is another side note. You may be listening now and think that you don't have food intolerances, but I want to let you know that many people do, in fact, have food intolerances and have no idea. I had no idea. I clearly have had a horrible gluten issue for a really long time, but just didn't realize it until I took it out. And then it was very clear to me that I indeed have a gluten issue. If you have any gut issues or you feel bloated all the time after eating, Or if you have a nagging injury, you know, whether it's a hamstring injury or a bad wrist, or maybe you're an elbow or your shoulder is always hurting, or there's, there's always like a nagging like thing that you feel like never seems to go away. Or if you have heartburn, or if you have a foggy feeling in your head and you feel like you can't like think straight, or it's really hard to remember to do things. Or if you have a really bad anxiety and nothing seems to help it, all of these things could be a sign of a food intolerance. Okay, don't assume you don't have any food issues. Get curious and start paying attention to the foods you eat often and start to notice the reactions. You just might catch a problem. And here's the cool thing about food intolerance, like testing. And I don't mean like blood testing. I mean, just trialing. Like you can trial taking out a food that you think might be bothering you. You know, like let's say every time you eat eggs for breakfast, you get gassy (laughs) or or maybe every time you um, are eating things like that are high in sugar or gluten, like maybe anytime you eat cake or cookies, things like that, or breads, maybe like you notice like your fingers hurt, you know, like the joints in your fingers. Start just noticing those things. And then a food trial taking out the food would be just remove that food that you think could potentially be bothering you even for like a week. In a week, you might tell a difference, but it takes usually three to four weeks to, to really notice if a food is you know bothering you or not. But here's the thing. Let's say you decide to take out gluten for two weeks and you feel better. Um, you win, right? You just feel better. So then keep it out. Keep it out most of the time and you'll feel better. But here's the other side of it. You don't feel better. And guess what? You can always add it back. Like you have the choice. But what I'm saying is, by removing all food intolerances or removing foods that bother you, you might just be making yourself feel so much better. And here's a really cool like side bonus is that you might lose weight because if you are eating something that you're intolerant to, you could have a lot of inflammation. And by taking that food out, you can reduce inflammation. And guess what happens when you reduce inflammation? Weight loss. So if you've tried everything to lose weight, Maybe exercise isn't working. Maybe you've tried every diet you can think of. Maybe it's time to be checking out these food intolerance ideas. Just a thought. 
Okay. Sorry for that long side note, but I just wanted to mention that. The second thing I'm going to do or have been doing is planning a menu. The best way to ensure that I won't eat foods that don't help me is planning ahead. And when I say plan a menu, I don't actually mean like, I don't write down a precise exact menu, right? I don't like sit down and say, Monday for breakfast, I'm eating this. Tuesday for breakfast, I'm eating this. No, 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 no. I mean, I plan a few meals that I will have for breakfast all week and a few lunch ideas. And then I come up with at least three dinner meals that I'm going to eat with my family or at least my husband, right? I also plan in eating out at least two times a week. Okay. This is realistic for me. The reason I like to plan meals or like a tentative menu is because then I know what foods to have in the house. If I'm eating taco bowls, for example, I need to have the ingredients. I need to have some beef. I need to have some veggies. I need to have some rice. If I'm eating baked protein oats, you know, I need the ingredients. So you get the idea here. If I don't plan some meals, I'll end up running to the grocery store too often or end up eating out too much. And then I'll feel like I'm getting nowhere, right? When you don't plan ahead, Oftentimes we get too busy and we get behind and then we are making last minute decisions that can usually be not our best decisions. Okay, so planning ahead. The third thing that I'm really focusing on to heal myself is sleeping more. Okay, I'm really struggling. Like since we've gotten back, it's almost like I just almost fall asleep and then bam, I'm awake. Oh, and then I hear my husband like breathing heavy, getting ready to snore and I get like angry. Remember I told you I've been irritable. So not only can I just not go to sleep, it's almost like I can't shut down, but then I get mad and I'm irritable and then I want to smother him with my pillow. <laughs> it's terrible. and poor guy, but it's really frustrating, you know, and there's nothing worse than not being able to sleep, especially when you know you need to get up early to do something. It's like so frustrating. So what I've been doing is I've been really focusing on my nighttime routine. I'm getting in bed by 9 p.m. That means all the stuff before that has to happen before 9 p.m. I've got to wash my face, okay? I've got to take my supplements. I've got to, I've been using testosterone cream lately, just FYI. And um, so I have to put that on. And then, you know, I got to get the coffee ready for the morning. I got to like get the pets ready. I got to get the clothes ready for the, you know, I get all the stuff done. So by 9 p.m., I'm literally climbing into my bed. And with me, I'm either bringing um, a book to read or Brian and I are turning on some mindless TV. And yes, we watch TV in our bed at night. And I know that supposedly that's bad for relationships, but it's also bad for me if I don't have something to do before going to sleep. So whatever, we're not perfect. Anyway, the other thing I do is I drink my hot tea while we're doing that. So I just pile up the the pillows and sit up in my bed, drink my hot tea. I've also been experimenting with melatonin gummies. I think they're helping relax me a little bit. Maybe I think they worked more last night. And I'm also spraying my pillow with an essential oil blend. So I have this like oil blend of like Um, lavender and some orange and some different oils that I made a little spray out of and I spray it on my pillow. And so I'm trying, I'm really trying to calm myself down. Um, It's 
been getting better each night, but the first few nights, you know, it was like really an effort, <laughs> really an effort. But my goal is to sleep a solid eight hours. Okay. I also need to throw in here that we just got a new puppy. So if you have not seen that on Instagram or Facebook, go check him out. His name is Bo. He's adorable. Anyway, Bo, you know, is a puppy. So sleep is being interrupted because we have to let him out in the middle of the night. He's only 10 weeks old, still not really able to make it the whole night without needing to go pee pee. So that, you know, is an issue too. And Brian obviously is helping with that because he's awesome and he'll help with whatever, but I still have to wake up, you know, whether it's my turn to take the dog out or not, I still wake up. So sleeping more has got to be top priority. The fourth thing I'm doing is just really working on inflammation in a general way. Okay. I'm taking supplements. One, one supplement I'm taking, and you might want to check it out. It's called black cumin seed oil. I take that. It's really supposed to help with antibodies from, you know, thyroid antibodies from Hashimoto's, but also overall inflammation in the body. I'm also taking a medication, um, low dose naltrexone. This is, has been shown actually to help people with autoimmune disease really reduce um, inflammation and thyroid antibodies. So I actually sent in a request to get a higher dose of that from my doctor and she said that was a good idea. So I've started that. Um, and like I said, I'm just really watching my foods and being careful with my workouts because working out is good for you clearly, but when you overwork out, overdo it, then that can actually cause some inflammation and stress as well. So this week, you know, I'm just really working on the food, being super careful with my supplements, trying to recover and rest my body. And the fifth thing I'm doing is giving myself some grace. I mean, shit happens. And instead of agonizing and making myself feel worse, I'm moving forward and doing my best. Now, what I am not going to do, okay, what I'm not going to do, I told you what I am doing, but what I'm not going to do and what I've really had to work hard on over the years is this. This week, I could have been tempted to overexercise. okay? When you go on vacation and you feel like you've overeaten and you feel bad, you immediately go into this like, oh my gosh, I have to like kick my ass this week. I'm going to work out so hard. I'm going to, you know, get in the gym every single day. I'm going to do extra cardio. I'm going to do all this. And old me you know, back before my Hashimoto's would have probably done that. I would have been like, oh, awesome. I'm teaching extra spin classes this week. And then I'm going to go walk and then I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to do that. That probably is what I would have done previous to my Hashimoto's um, diagnosis, which was partly why I got Hashimoto's, by the way, overdoing it. So anyway, I'm not doing that this week. I'm going to teach my regular classes. And I've actually been very mindful of doing very um, slow strength training. I've been taking lots of breaks, slow walks, just really being careful. I'm not over-exercising. The other thing I'm not doing this week is under-eating. You know, it's so easy to feel like you want this quick result. And the first thing many of us think is, oh, I better eat less. I'm going to eat less. Or, or I'm going to be really perfect with my meals this week. But I know, and probably you know, that this backfires. So under eating is not the plan. In fact, I've probably eaten a little bit more than I normally do this week, but I'm just really focusing on taking up those food intolerances and I'm not worried. I'm not worried about the calories. I'm not worried about overeating. I'm worried about nourishing my body. I'm worried about, not worried, but I'm focusing on just treating myself better. And if I feel like you know, eating an extra scoop of rice or black beans, like I'm not going to like be mad about it, you know? 
I'm also not beating myself up. Okay. The voices in your head can get really loud and really ugly. I'm fighting those demons pretty hard. I don't, you know, need to create more panic and stress in my body with my own negative thoughts. We all create stories in our head. And especially after a vacation, I hear this from people all the time. Oh, I was on vacation. I've, I've got to be good this week. I need to be better. Oh, I suck. Oh, I'm so fat. Okay. It was one week. I mean, how fat did you actually get? You know, I mean, and I will tell you, I did gain a few pounds. Um, and this morning before spin class, I put on my pants and I said to Brian, oh, do I look super fat? And he gave me a look, you know, and I was like, you know what? Who cares? Like, who cares? I am fine, you know? And yeah, like we get these like feelings in our heads. We feel puffy and I literally feel puffy. It's because I'm inflamed. I am puffy. And so this puffiness doesn't equal a fat ass, right? <laughs> like just because you feel puffy and inflamed and not so good after a vacation doesn't automatically mean that you've gained a hundred pounds because even though you might feel like you've gained a hundred pounds, no one else can really tell that you've gained like four pounds, three pounds, right? It's not that big of a deal, especially if you can just get right back to it. So I am not going to beat myself up. I'm trying really hard. And as soon as those voices start creeping in my head, I say, stop, like stop it. This isn't helping me. This doesn't make me feel better. I'm going to work on talking positive to myself, okay? Now, I will say, I believe my body is really important, okay? And your body is important, no matter, like, no matter how it looks, okay? It's really important. We need to carry it through our life, right? And we're not done yet. So, I, I mean, I don't know about you, but I am not done with this life. And I have a lot of traveling to do. I got a lot of hiking to do. I got a lot of workouts to lead. And I just, I have a lot of stuff coming up. You know, I'm getting ready to have my last kid. I make it sound like I had 100 kids. I had two. <laughs> but my, you know, my second child is leaving for college. And honestly, I feel like that opens up my world to a lot more possibilities because there's less responsibilities. Although I did just get another dog. But anyway, my point is that there's still a lot to do. So in order to do those things that I really want to do, I've got to treat my body well. I've got to treat her better. I can't criticize or punish her with too much exercise and poor diet and bad words. It's just not worth it. So the biggest lesson that I have learned with having an autoimmune disease like Hashimoto's is that stress and self-sabotage is not going to solve any problems. In fact, they only exasperate the situation and this helps nobody. Okay. What I know now is that rest and good sleep need to be a top priority, okay? Rest and sleep and good nutrition above all else is very, very important. Now, you may not have Hashimoto's or an autoimmune, but I still think that you can learn a lesson from this whole podcast episode, okay? You will indulge at some point and you may, you know, feel a little yucky, but you don't have to beat yourself up or spend extra hours in the gym or eat only rabbit food and water. No, you can give yourself a break and realize that you're human and that you will not always be on point. And you know what? It's okay. So I hope this was helpful for you today. Um, like I said earlier, if you are suspecting a food intolerance and you just want to chat about it for a minute, you know, send me a message. You can email me 
It's rayannmullins at gmail.com. Or you can hit me up on Instagram, which is at rayannmullins, or on Facebook, rayannmullins. You can message me or just post something. And I'd love to talk to you about the options you have when it comes to food intolerances. Also, there is a whole episode of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast all about food intolerances. So you can scroll back and find that. And maybe that would help you too. But you guys, thank you so much for being here. And hey, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. It helps get the word out and it helps me, you know, be able to continue doing this. And so if you've enjoyed it, please, please do that. And thanks again. I will catch you guys next week. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I am so stoked that you are here. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. If you want to continue the conversation or share your takeaways, I would love to hear from you. Head on over to my Instagram at RamFitLife or Facebook at Rayanne Mullins and comment on your favorite part of the show. See you next week.